Welcome to the last weekly Best of Trailer Talk January release special. Featuring some of our favorite trailer reviews of films hitting theaters this January. Including Bad Boys for Life, Dr. Doolittle, Girl Boss, Just Mercy, and Underwater. The coming attraction action starts now. I'm Kevin Williams, and I'll be trailer talking with my incredible co-host, Anthony Tone Show Nunez, Tachi, Sherry Nova, Susan Finkelstein, and Danger. Kevin, before we get into our trailers, could you please share with our listeners your patented rating system? All right, Tone. Uh, it's very complex, but I'll try to break it down for you guys yet again. So, when it comes to movie trailers, there are three possible ratings. If a movie trailer did its job and makes you actually want to put on pants and leave your house and pay money to watch a movie with strangers, then you give that movie trailer a movie theater. If the movie trailer was okay and you might check it out one day on a streaming service, then you give that trailer a Netflix. But if that trailer took two to three minutes of your life, you can never get back. Then you give that trailer a kill. All right, Tone. So what's our next trailer? Okay, so uh, our next trailer is Just Mercy. Just Mercy is an upcoming biographical drama directed by Destin Daniel Creek. It stars Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson. And it is scheduled to get a wide theater release on January 10, 2020. Kevin, what is the synopsis for Just Mercy? All right. Just Mercy shadows world-renowned civil rights defense attorney Brian Stevenson as he recounts his experiences and details the case of a condemned death row prisoner whom he fought to free. So, Sherry, what did you think of Just Mercy? The first thing that I thought when I saw the trailer was... It reminds me of one of those super classic Southern movies like Forrest Gump, one that you'll watch over and over and over. And I thought it was really, really like a beautiful story. I felt horrible that I don't know the true story. So I'm going to research that as soon as we're done with this. I love the music. And there was this line that um, Michael B. Jordan's character says. He says, each of us is more than the worst thing we've ever done. And honestly, guys, I almost started crying when he said that. My eyes got really watery and I just thought, wow, I have got to watch this movie. And I'm not going to say it's a movie theater unless somebody pays for it. If somebody's going to pay, then I'm going to the movies to see this. But otherwise, it's a Netflix for me. And I just think it's... Again, I'm going to watch it over and over and my kids are going to watch it over and over and they're going to know it by heart. So that's the kind of movie that I think this is going to be for me. Definitely loved it. It's a Netflix unless someone's paying. Okay, I love these new categories that Sherry likes to add when we do this. Because like I can start adding like you know, and if I get a back rub while watching this movie, <laughs> then I'll give it a movie. Th- <laughs> Just <laughs> like a bride. <laughs> I'm being very honest. <laughs> if I get a new car for watching this movie, then I'll give it a movie theater. Okay. So, um, the, like Sherry, I actually got a little emotional during part of this trailer. Um, um, at the beginning of the trailer, Michael B. Jordan is uh, telling his mother that when he went to death row, he never imagined that he would meet someone uh, that was the same age as him who came from the same place as him. And he has the realization that, you know, but for the grace of God, he could be there too. And th- he meets a uh, death row inmate uh, played by Jamie Foxx for the first time. And he tells him, your life still, uh, uh, you're still, your life is still meaningful. And I'm going to do everything possible to keep, uh, keep them from taking it. And Jamie Foxx slams his fist down on the table that they're sitting at and jamie fox quietly says you don't know what you're into down here in alabama when you're guilty from the moment that you're born i got actual chills when he said that because 
I absolutely believe there's so much truth to that. Sherry talked about how it reminded her of classic Southern movies like uh, uh, Forrest Gump. It reminded me of like In the Heat of the Night or To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, uh, stories about the reality of what happens all over this country, but especially in the South. The idea of being guilty from the moment that you're born. That anybody can say anything about you and it's enough to convict you because uh, this uh, apparently the person who ends up uh, Jamie Foxx's character ends up being found guilty initially and on death row with just one witness. And that witness was a criminal who uh, basically was uh, saying what he did say. Uh, actually benefited him. He actually got some kind of benefit from testifying against him. And so that's the only thing that got this guy on death row. And uh, the that it's probably because he is a person of color. And um, this movie, so many of the scenes uh, uh, and the, the feeling of the South and the feeling of oppression and the feeling of uh, all the, all the, all of the, uh, cards being stacked against you and being right or being innocent is not going to be enough uh, for you to get justice. It just, it felt so oppressive and it felt, you know, so scary. And um, I, I'm, I'm definitely going to see this movie. Um, this, this again, it's Oscar season. It's official. It starts now. Um, Jamie Foxx, Oscar winner, um, Michael B. Jordan, clearly a wannabe Oscar winner. So I feel like this is going to be really good. Um, I was moved. I, I was moved. So I was surprised they did that job in such a, a short amount of time. Where um, And Jamie Foxx, it's really hard. Let's talk about this. There's, it's really hard for an actual straight-up movie star. Um, not only is Michael, uh, is Jamie Foxx a, a movie star, but he's like on TV with that, like that Shazam game show thing. He's kind of ubiquitous. He's in music videos. He's everywhere to make us forget that we're watching Jamie Foxx in shackles in the course of two and a half minutes is amazing, is absolutely amazing. I so, agree. Uh, uh, so the idea that if they, if this trailer is half as good as if the movie is half as good as the trailer, then you know, Oscars all around, Oscars for everybody, you guys. So, <laughs> I'm in, uh, I am definitely giving this a movie theater. This is a prestige kind of thing. This is one of the movies you go to see as a grown up. I'm a grown-up. I'm going to the movies. I'm going to wear a shirt with buttons. So, <laughs> I'm a grown-up, you guys. So, yeah, I'm giving this a grown-up movie theater button-down shirt. <laughs> she can make up her own rating system. So can I. This is a button-down shirt, grown-up movie theater from me, Kevin. All right, Tone, what did you think? I agree with you, Kevin. This is definitely a grown-up movie. Um this is what we from the beginning, from the beginning of the trailer, I knew it's going to pull on our heartstrings. Like, this is a heartstring puller. Award season is definitely in session for this one. Uh, you have um, Jamie Foxx, uh, who is already an Academy Award winner, and he's just bringing his friends along. He's like, come on, get these Academy Awards in this movie. Um, I'll give it to you. Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx um, definitely have, are going to have something on the on the screen. Like, like you can tell this movie's going gonna, gonna to be there. It's going to be serious. And I love what you said about Jamie Foxx, that in two minutes you made us forget he's Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx is such a diverse talent. Like, he has such variety. And the man can do everything from funny to, to serious to, to singing. He has it all. And this is something that we spoke about before, that a lot of times it's very hard to, to not see the, the famous actor in the role because all you see is the famous actor. But here, I can, yeah, Jamie Foxx, in those two minutes, I forgot it was Jamie Foxx. I was like, who is that man they locked up in there? So I definitely agree with that. And there's also some smaller roles here. Uh, there's an actor, uh, Rob Morgan, who I just finished seeing on Stranger Things. He played a deputy in a much smaller role on there. And whenever I see uh, Rob Morgan, he always does great with the little he has. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him as well in this movie. And I can just tell, like, this is going to be definitely an awards contender. Um, everybody's going to bring some some strong performances. You see it in the trailer. I just wish there was this one moment. I, I just thought it missed one. It just needed one more moment where it just really, really pulled you in and said, whoa, it just didn't have that for me. Like, I feel like a lot of lines were going towards there. Like what you said when he said, uh, in the South, you're born guilty. But I just thought it just needed that one scene like to really just catch you. And 
I, it didn't have it, but I think as a whole, this is going to be a strong movie. Uh, I just don't know. I don't like going to the movie theater and um, just being manipulated and crying and all that. I got to watch this one at home because I can't be tearing in the theater. I'm a grown <laughs> man. <laughs> I can't be in there crying. <laughs> so I'll stop at home and put my t-shirt, okay? <laughs> On Netflix. You know, at least we're a button down as you're crying at home, Tom. Yeah. At least we're a so button I'll, I'll down. I'll be quite out with Netflix in, in a t-shirt, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he won't put the button down on. Oh, man. Uh, trailer, yes. trailer talk. talk. Trailer talk. All right, Tone. So what is our next victim? Okay, so our next movie, Changing Gears. We should have started this one. This one's light. <laughs> uh, like a Boss is an upcoming comedy directed by Miguel Arteta and is written by Sam Pittman and Adam Cole Kelly. Um, the film stars Rose Byrne. Tiffany Haddish and Salma Hayek um, and it's scheduled to be released on January 10, 2020. It's a Paramount Pictures film. Um, Kevin, can you please share the synopsis for Like a Boss? All right. In Like a Boss, two best friends are living their best lives, running their own cosmetic company they've built from the ground up. Unfortunately, they're in over their heads financially, and the prospect of a big buyout offer from a notorious titan of the cosmetic industry proves too tempting to pass up, putting their lifelong friendship in jeopardy. So... What did you two think of Like a Boss? Get him, Danger. <laughs> uh, so I I thought this would be a fun one to watch. Uh, one that you don't really have to expend too much brain power on. So anytime I can see a movie that's kind of, <laughs> that's a no-brainer, literally, um, and lighthearted, I, I think is a you know I think I'm down with that like I want to laugh this one looks like it's gonna be really funny um I love Tiffany Haddish I love I, I haven't seen her in a lot of things but what I've seen her in I really like her um and I didn't think that I would but I'm the type of person that, like if I know your backstory and I know a little bit about you and I and I fall in love with you then I will support you and I just have fallen in love with her based on her backstory so I would. I would definitely, um, I, I think this is going to be a fun movie. Again, I don't think it's going to be one of those movies that is family friendly. I don't think there's much that Tiffany Haddish is in that's family friendly. There's going to be some language. There's definitely going to be some adult themes for sure. But I think it's really interesting with all the stuff that's going on with influencers and the cosmetic industry and like all these YouTubers. I think it's going to be, um, interesting to see how that plays out on the big screen, you know, if they're going to steal some of those ideas that have happened in real life and see some of those come to play in this movie. I think that would be really interesting. Um, there isn't too much that makes me want to go to the movie theater these days. So I'm going to say I'm not going to go to the movie theater to see this, but I will definitely watch this movie because it just seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to say Netflix on this one for me. All right. I guess I'll go next. Um, let's see. You mentioned adult themes. Talk about the first adult theme. I mean, literally the trailer opens up with uh, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and uh, her best friend, Rose Byrne. They're like in they're in the bathroom getting ready to go somewhere. And uh, Tiffany Haddish says, why is sex in uh, why is sex better uh, uh, in, in dreams than in real life? And uh, with her mouth full of toothpaste, Rose Byrne answers, because they come when you want them to. And Tiffany Haddish replies, that is that is so true. Uh, when I'm done, they're done. I'm like, okay. And so that instantly tells you about how their friendship is. I feel mm. like I already know these women. I know how they interact. I'm already on board, honestly. <laughs> and then when you have Selma Hayek enter the enter uh, enter the picture, and she is the she is the notorious titan really? of the cosmetic industry. And I love uh, there's a line where um, she when she's potentially going to buy off uh, uh, or buy a percentage of their company, um, she says, you know, I, I I found that often friendship and 
uh, business don't always mix. And Tiffany tells her, oh, don't worry your pretty little head about it. And Selma Hayek replies, my head isn't little. It's just that my breasts are humongous. So it's going to be a good time had by all. <laughs> so <laughs> one thing I do want to say about the trailer, uh, along with those three ladies, uh, uh, Jennifer Coolidge uh, yeah. is in this movie yes. and she is incredible. I love Jennifer Coolidge. Uh, she steals every scene that she's in. She's been stealing scenes and comedies since uh, before Legally Blonde in American Pie. And mm-hmm. I want to say after all these movies that she stole scenes in, why isn't Jennifer Coolidge starring in her own comedy mm-hmm. and then letting me come in and swoop in and steal scenes away from her? I, I love Jennifer Coolidge. She needs to be starring in a movie and I need to be her wacky sidekick. So anyway, I'm giving this movie an absolute Netflix without a doubt. It's already in my Netflix queue. I don't know if you guys know that. I've already added it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tom, what did you think? Well, I'm definitely not. You guys didn't take anything I'm going to say in this time. Um, like a Boss for me was a trailer that that just displayed different levels of stupid. Um, <laughs> my my wife watched this with me, this trailer, and she said to me after the trailer, her first words were like, I wish I could get those two minutes back. And the trailer, <laughs> the trailer is two minutes and 19 seconds, and she wanted her two minutes back. So I enjoyed the other 19 seconds of the trailer. So there's 19 solid seconds of enjoyment in this trailer. Um, I got to say, Rose Byrne, she has range. I enjoy her. I've seen her in all types of roles. She can do comedy. She can do serious. The woman can act. But I really think that she was casted wrong for this movie. She shouldn't have been in this movie because I can't picture her in the character that she's playing. I can't picture her being friends with that Tiffany Haddish character. And also, I can't even picture her character. I really can't tell who she is. She is no character. At least Tiffany Haddish made strong choices like... She plays herself and she makes wrong choices in every movie that she's in. But Rose Byrne, she completely faded. The one character that really stole the trailer for me, and I feel like the the most enjoyment I got was Salma Hayek. I agree, Kevin. That boob joke got me. Like I, I, I giggled a little. And also, I thought the supporting cast, I agree with Kevin, the supporting cast has some really decent moments. And I think they also stole the trailer. Um, Karen Sony, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he, you guys probably recognize him as Dopinder from the Deadpool movies. Um, he was in the background. He was holding Sama Hayek's purse throughout the, uh, the scenes that she was in. So I thought he looked pretty funny just standing there holding her purse. Um, also, you had Billy Porter, who has really yes. strong fashion yes. sense. The man can rock fashion. He stole the scene when he was in the restaurant. And he says, with Witnessed my dramatic exit. Like, that was really funny. Yeah, yeah. He killed it. He killed it. Like, I laughed. I actually laughed at. And I didn't know this woman, but I saw her in the trailer, and she had two funny lines where I looked her up. Her name is Natasha Rothwell. She used to be on um, SNL as a writer, I believe. Or, or maybe she was cast. I'm not really sure about that. But but she had a line where um she basically told, told her that, that it was a cultural thing when she took her weave off and she jumped into the pool. I thought that was funny. Um, so all these people in the background really shine for me. Like, I really think like, I agree with, Ke- with Kevin. Some of these folks should have their own movies and their own comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I really did not appreciate this trailer. I thought it was so generic. Like, even the cuts were so generic. Like, I've seen these, this, these setups so many times. It was very lazy cuts. Um, so it's a kill for me. Like, I'm not watching this. I'm not putting this on Netflix. Is this for bad moms or the bridesmaid crowd? I, you're, you, go watch those two movies. Bridesmaids is a very funny female lit comedy. Watch that movie. This movie it's from the trailer. Not so much. Okay. Now I got to jump in. Now, I, this is not on the level by any stretch of, of, uh, of Kristen Wiig and what we got in Bridesmaids. So I'm not, I wasn't claiming that. I was, I didn't give it a movie theater, but I agree with danger. Sometimes you just want to turn your brain off and just kind of like watch something that is, is going to basically, especially after like a show like this, I need to watch this movie now <laughs> to, to come down from this, from the rough topics we had this week. But so, Kevin, Kevin, um, let me just uh, let explain, let me explain a little, clarify, clarify a little. I'm not talking about, we were just, talking about the trailer like if you watch the bridesmaids trailer and you compare it to this trailer not the movie because the bridesmaids is a great movie so i I don't think it's fair to compare this because we haven't seen it but i would say if you look at the bridesmaids trailer even the setups and the cuts are much more funny than the cuts in this trailer so trailer for trailer i'm taking the bridesmaids trailer 
Oh, absolutely. No, I no, I agree. That I'm sure that I I'll tell I'll already jump out on limb and say this. I'm absolutely positive Bridesmaids is a better movie than Like a Boss. I think Like a Boss is some a popcorn movie for a rainy day after you've done a rough podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think this movie is going to be. It's not a movie theater. I don't advise anybody to pay like fourteen, fifteen dollars to see this. But basically, if you're already paying for Netflix, get your money's worth. Pop some popcorn and get under a blanket and watch this. I think it would be a it would it would be a fun ninety minutes. It would help you kill ninety minutes off in a in a, in a you'd be slightly amused, smile, maybe even laugh a couple times. Hey, watch this. Hey, watch. Plus, it. plus, you get a chance to see Selma Hayek's rack again. So, <laughs> what 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 who what's not to like? <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that. That's a yeah, very good. That was a woo. Okay. Yes. Trailer, Trailer talk. talk. Trailer talk. All right. So what's our what's our next victim tone? Next is Doolittle. Um, Doolittle is an upcoming adventure fantasy comedy film directed by Stephen Gagan. It's written by Gagan and Thomas Shepard. It stars Robert Downey Jr. as Dr. Doolittle, as well as Michael Sheen, Antonio Banderas, Emma Thompson, Rami Malek, John Zena, Kumel Nanjani, Selena Gomez, Octavia Spencer. It's, it's a big cast, guys. Tom Holland, Craig Robinson, Ralph Fiennes, and Marion Cotillard. And it's scheduled to be released next year, January 17, 2020. What's the synopsis for yet another Dr. Doolittle, Kevin? All right. In Doolittle, a former doctor turns to treating animals because he loves, uh, because of his love for all creatures. When Dr. Doolittle discovers he can communicate with the animals, he embarks on a fantastical adventure. All right, Danger, what did you think of the trailer for Doolittle? I have to say I was not excited to watch the trailer for this because I thought it was going to be like Eddie Murphy, Dr. Doolittle. And I just couldn't imagine, um, I just couldn't imagine Robert Downey Jr. playing this character. And then I, I watched the trailer and I was pleasantly surprised. First of all, that he has an English accent because... I didn't even know he could do an English accent, so my bad. Sorry for uh, doubting you there, Robert. Um, I thought that the cinematography looked really great. I love the vibrancy of the colors and the animals and the variety. I like that it looks like a period piece, um, so that was really cool. I I would absolutely enjoy this film, and I would go see it in the movie theater. So I think that this trailer absolutely did its job in showing me uh, that Robert Downey has some diversity in um, in how he can play different uh, different characters, and I I love I just I just love everything about this and the way that it looks, and I think my kids would really enjoy this. So I would see this in the movie theater. What about you? Okay. Um. Wow. We have such a different reaction to this, even though this was an over two minute long official trailer and not a teaser um because normally these kinds of things movies that are going to be this big have a teaser mm-hmm. first and um we'll give you give you a little glimpse this was a full-on trailer and after watching it other than the gorgeous cgi uh scenery and spectacle of it all i have zero idea what this movie is about there's like pirate ships and like cannons going off at one point, but I don't know why, who, who's shooting at who and why. I mean, I know that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has the ability to talk to animals and we're going to hear the animals talk, but what's happening? We see him being thrown into a cell at one point by who, for what, what purpose? <laughs> what is the story of this whole thing? How to get the power to speak to animals? Was it a magic spell? What the hell? I know nothing other than the fact that he is like feigning an English accent, you said, and um, that CGI, CGI animals are cool. And for some reason, whenever there's CGI polar bears, they get to wear cool hats and helmets. Oh. So I learned that <laughs> from his dark materials and, uh, 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 <laughs> and from this polar bears love headwear but um i other than that i'm super confused so for the cgi spectacle of it all and like isn't it like is it's cool it looks gorgeous it does um it this is the time if you're, if you're gonna do a dr Doolittle mm-hmm. kind of thing this is the time to do it because the cgi has never been better at making animals talk so let's go for it yay but 
yeah, would I pay $15 to see animals talk? No. <laughs> so if it happens to be on Netflix, would I watch it? Maybe. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I guess. Uh, so, <laughs> so, again, a tentative Netflix for me. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, what did you think? Um, I'm going to expand on everything you guys said because I agree with everything you guys said. Um, to, to What Danger said, yes, I, I found it um, hard when I saw that Robert Downey Jr. was starring in this because um, this is like the fifth or maybe the sixth Doctor Doolittle so movie. Many. And... It, there's so many of them, and also I don't think they 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 let a love enough time pass because Rob Doctor Doolittle in my brain is still um, Eddie Murphy, like yeah. just like you, and, and he did I think two or three movies. Um, I didn't see them, but I I still recall him. Yeah, uh, in my brain, Doctor Doolittle is Eddie Murphy. So I thought like, I thought that too too little time had passed. Uh, the other thing is Robert Downey Jr. in my brain is Iron right. Man, and. He's still fresh, the Iron <laughs> yes. Man in my brain. It's, it's the reason that when I just saw that on Chris Evans movie on Netflix with, uh, with the um with the hotel, like it was really hard for me not to see Chris Evans in Captain America. And here, it's a really weird choice of a sec of a movie to follow up yeah. Endgame. Like th- he had so much credit, and some people are saying that he might be even be up for um, best actor for Iron Man. Like they, that, there could, they, he might be considered in the Oscars. So he he had a plethora, I'm sure, of roles to pick from, and everybody was away to see what's the next thing. I thought he was gonna do something dramatic, something like maybe something a, a big action movie or a drama or a thriller. But this is completely a curveball. I didn't think he was gonna do this film. So I, that alone, like, it was really hard for me to see him in this role, and. The Lion King just came out. Yes, The Lion King did great numbers. Um, it was a it was a successful movie, but so I feel like also like this movie's following The Lion King too closely. We just saw Talking Animals. We just saw how amazing CGI in The Lion King. So seeing these animals here, it didn't impress me because I I just saw the, the, what The Lion King did, and I also thought that as the most of this cast that, that I read off at the beginning, it's all a voice cast. We have um in the in the trailer you see Antonio Banderas shortly, you see um Robert Downey Jr. But it's mostly everybody's mostly voices of the animals. And for as much as we saw in this trailer, I saw very little talking. Like the only thing that I noticed was that yes, Robert Downey Jr. has a has an English accent. I was like, Yes, finally, we got one of their roles because they're taking all our freaking roles, the English. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, was, wait, 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 I gotta say something. Now, both mm-hmm. of you didn't Robert Downey Jr. play Sherlock Holmes? Why were you, why is everybody know. surprised he has an English I, accent? I don't know, I didn't see it. Oh. I saw that too, and I thought like, yes, because they're just taking all our superheroes. So it's good that somebody. But Sherlock Holmes was a big win for us. Come on, you gotta admit that. But yeah, I, I well, thought but, it was. We know we also we also went with Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones was played by Renee right? Zellweger, who's an American, and that pissed that pissed them off. So that finally mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. an American was playing a Brit. Normally it's Brits. Oh my god! Whenever I watch oh, talk gosh. shows, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I love a character from I love a character from some TV yes. show or movie, and they come out and they're all like, you know, a Pip Pip and Cheerio. I'm like. Damn it! <laughs> see, I thought you were American. And I always and I always think the opposite. Like when I see people that are that are from from England or Australia, and they're and they're playing Americans, I always say like, why couldn't they have just used their accent? Like this is a diverse culture. Why can't we just have an English person in this role? Like it, I don't get it. Like I just don't get it. I don't understand why why we do that. That's a perfectly good question. That's a perfectly good question, You're right? Because how come we can't have an Australian who's living in right? America? It, it just, just seems like kind of so weird. Like, like I think that every time I watch, every time I would watch Lost, and I would see this guy, I'm like, why couldn't he have been an Australian or an English person living in Atlanta? He doesn't have a he does he yeah. doesn't have a, a a Southern accent to begin with. So why why did they make him an American? Why couldn't he have been a, an import? Like I don't get it. Well, but, but you guys are forgetting the fact that there's a normally a script that's already fixed. And so when if I'm an agent and there's a character that basically is a Southern Belle and I have a British actress, it's like, can you do an English accent? And she's like, y'all. I'm like, all right, go into, go into that meeting. <laughs> and then they send them in there because let's face it, Australians and and uh, and people from the UK, all those actors, they they so seamlessly master our accents. We massacre theirs. The reverse. Yeah. I was gonna say exactly when when you flip it and reverse it, it normally does not go well. That's Missy Elliott. I know. Kevin. I was like, settle down over there, Missy Elliott. Settle down. Flip it and reverse it. <laughs> so, what are you giving it, Doan? Um, 
I'm gonna give it a Netflix for children. Like I, I can see a child being interested in seeing this. Uh, if it was for me, I would kill it. But it's it visually it looks so amazing that I I can't say I would kill this. Like it's visually it's a really it's a really crazy yeah. trailer. As far as watch it on mute. But there wasn't enough voices in it as much as as much as they they're advertising all these famous voices. I didn't really get that that much from the story. I couldn't tell you what the story is about besides the fact that there are animals that are talking. So for me, I would kill it. But for my four year old daughter, I would give it a Netflix. Wow. See, okay, we're on the same page. I was the the this I no story in this normal. Normally, you complain about the fact, and I complain about it too, that movie trailers give away the yeah. whole story. This you nothing. <laughs> and this is they took our notes and they ran with it when they cut this trailer because I don't know anything <laughs> about what's happening you in this see? movie Look whatsoever. It might be a very compelling story. But as far as you're right, one thing you mentioned on that I that I need I want to recap and go over again is you're right lion king was we just had the lion king and it was a huge success this movie is scheduled to come out in january that'll be around the time uh lion king is already now available on uh just came out on on blu-ray and so by the time uh this movie comes out i believe the lion king will probably already be on like uh on uh disney plus if not netflix so we'll 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 have like a you know our, I think it's all of our talking animal demands, yeah, are, are, yeah, exactly. So our animal, our, our need for talking animals will, will be kind of that. That position will be filled in January, still by the Lion King. So I, I think that it's coming out way too soon after the huge success of the Lion King. Mm-hmm. And the idea of something looking really gorgeous now isn't enough because of the CGI and how prevalent it is. You can have beautiful sweeping vistas of talking animals flying around but that's everywhere we're gonna have talking animals on netflix uh i mean i'm sorry on hbo with uh uh, his dark materials or whatever so it's just it's gonna take i need some more story than the idea that we're gonna see dark uh talking animals and it's gonna be pretty Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yes. Trailer, trailer talk. talk. Trailer talk. All right, Tone. So, what's our next trailer? Bad Boys for Life is an upcoming action comedy directed by Adil L. R. D. and Bilal Falah. It is the third installment in the Bad Boys franchise, following the popular Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two. The film stars Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, reprising the roles from the prior films. It is scheduled to be released on January 17, twenty twenty. Kevin, please show the synopsis. In Bad, Bad Boys, Boys for, for Life, Life, Marcus Burnett is now a police inspector, and Mike Lowry is in a midlife crisis. They unite again when an Albanian mercenary whose brother they killed promises them an important bonus i have no idea what this synopsis means you guys i have no idea what it means so sherry i'm gonna throw to you sherry what did you think of the trailer for bad boys for life sure so i'm going to say that this trailer is visually stunning it's gorgeous i love the nighttime city shots that being said i'm not connected to the story at all i am a fan of will smith i am a fan of martin lawrence the story looks good but i i know i've seen bad boys before like when i was three but honestly i'm not connected to this story i will watch it if it comes on netflix because it looks like a good action movie so i mean pretty straightforward for me Wow, well, that was the briefest synop- that was the briefest wow. review we've ever. Wow, that was so quick. If I had blinked, I would have missed it. All right, Tone. It's like the synopsis. <laughs> it was as confusing as the synopsis was. So, Tone, what did you think? Uh, uh, let me let's just point to the elephant in the room. Did she say she was three when Bad Boys came out? I was like, what the? Yes, she did. She did say <laughs> that. Oh, man, you missed all your old. Damn. I'm just guessing. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not usually a fan of, of comedy sequels. I'm not. And I think Sherry hit it on the head, like, watching this trailer. I, Kevin, you're, you're, you're reading this, the synopsis you read, hit it on the head perfectly, because I don't know what the hell's after this movie. I don't know what the plot is. I don't. I can't tell in, 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 in the trailer what's the story about. And you know what? I don't care. It looks so damn fun. It looks like I'm going to have a great <laughs> I don't care what's happening. I don't think the story matters in Bad Boys. I'm going to go watch Bad Boys because it's Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be witty. There's some really funny scenes in this, this trailer. 
I saw this trailer. Look, I reviewed the trailer for my YouTube channel, and then I watched it six times because I wanted to tell you guys today what the what the story was about. And you, and you know what? I don't know what the story's about. I cannot tell you what the story's about. But I can tell you that it's so damn fun that I watched the trailer six times, and I still don't think the line when he's driving around in the mall, and he's like, we're cops, and we're black. He's like, don't worry, pull ourselves over later. <laughs> That was that was my favorite line of the trailer too. Yes, like, I, I love every time he says that. I, it's, it feels so good, and I don't, I'm not gonna say it's nostalgia. Normally, I I say you know what, like nostalgia has a big factor in me liking these movies that are on third and fourth sequels. It has nothing to do with nostalgia. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have chemistry, and let me point to, to Hobbs and Shaw because I thought Hobbs and Shaw and and Rush Hour are are two buddy cop uh, franchises. Hobbs and Shaw is definitely Fast and Furious, but it, they're two different franchises, and you would say, oh, you know, Buddy Cops have been done to death, but Hobbs and Shaw, to me, was a spectacle of the trailer. It was so, it was so much action happening in that trailer, but they didn't have the chemistry. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, like, there's such a chemistry on screen that the, I just want to watch these two guys just talking. I, I just want to watch them talking. And, and Rush Hour, which some people say is very similar to Bad Boys, I would say it's nothing like Bad Boys, because Bad Boys, is, is like the original to me. It, it's like uh, another 48 Hours was a great buddy cop. Uh, it, it's kind of like a buddy cop movie. But Nick Nolte and um, Betty Murphy have chemistry, but not like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith chemistry. So I am so in for movie theater. I don't even like watching action movies. You guys know this. I think boom, 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 boom. It, and he's, by the way, Michael Bay directed the first two movies. And this is a, a new directing team. And I still feel like the trailer had the same like vibe, like had the same spirit of the first two movies. So even though they're gonna try to John Wick us and give us as much action as possible, which we saw from the trailer, I don't care because this just looks like a fun movie. I want to see Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. I don't know what their what the characters' names are. I don't care what the characters' names are because we're all calling them Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. This is a movie theater for me, a movie theater. And I'm actually going to go watch an action comedy, which I haven't done in a while. So I'm really excited. What about you, Kevin? Okay. Um, well, I wasn't three when the first one came out, but yeah, I was. <laughs> but honestly, it was a while ago. I remember seeing the first Bad Boys uh, movie, but I don't. I don't even know. I can't remember honestly with a gun to my head. I don't know if I saw the sequel or not. I know I saw the first one because it was a very traumatic experience. Because there was a model that was in the first movie for 15 seconds that I had a huge crush on, named Karen Alexander. And she gets dispatched so quickly in that movie. And I was like, no! Karen! (laughs) Karen, no! They killed her! (laughs) I'll never forget it. It was very traumatic. So maybe I didn't see part two because I was still upset about that. I was still smarting from that. But one of the things that Tone was talking about was the action in this trailer. And one of the funny things is, uh, compared to something like Hobbs and Shaw, there is a part where there's some kind of like, I think Will Smith or some, or one of them is on the back of a flatbed truck that's speeding down a Miami street and there's a helicopter and it has like a, a ladder, a swinging, a ladder swinging down and he makes this impossible jump towards mm-hmm. it. And, 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 and normally in, in, in when people make those impossible jumps in action movies, they impossibly make it. But no, he impossibly <laughs> misses the ladder. I'm like, Oh my god! I'm that. I'm like yes, yes. <laughs> I just I like it when people when someone tries to do something that's impossible in a movie, and yes, it's impossible for you can't do it. And so, so I love the fact that he miss he misses. I absolutely want to see that. And um, to give you an idea about the humor and and the wit that um uh that we're getting uh that Tom was describing was there's a moment at the beginning that's letting us see that they're they have not been partners for quite some time and they're trying to reestablish how they were going to work together and their vibe working together and they go to question a suspect and martin lawrence wants to go in quietly and talk and reason with the guy and will smith is having none of it he wants to go in there with gun guns blazing he kicks the door in and so uh uh martin lawrence is all like you know what wait calm down let me talk to him i'm going to penetrate this man's soul with my heart 
And so, uh, so he goes, watch and learn. And he takes two steps forward and immediately gets clocked by the suspect <laughs> and knocked the hell out. And as he comes to, um, uh, uh, Will Smith leans over, he goes, how deep into his soul did you get? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. It was, it was perfect. Okay. And again, like tone, this is normally not my kind of thing. But I can't, um, I can't even play around. It, I had so much fun during this trailer. Now, my only fear is every fun moment in the movie oh, no. is in this two and a half minute trailer. Oh, no. Because there's a, there's a part where there's like a whole bunch of like young white cops who were also three when the very first Bad Boys movie came out. <laughs> and they're actually, and they start singing the Bad Boys song, Bad Boys, Bad Boys, what you gonna do? And they're like, uh-uh, no, stop it. You're doing it. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Just like, oh my God, that was perfection that was perfection the only thing that could make the movie better in my opinion is if it is if it turns out that karen alexander's uh uh, uh who died in the first movie has a twin sister we didn't know about who's in this one that would be the or only thing that would make it better that exactly bring karen alexander back hashtag uh, yeah okay hashtag bring back karen alexander <laughs> anyway so uh, so anyway, I I will I'm gonna give this movie a Netflix. I'll be honest. I would I I'm not I I'm excited about it, but not excited enough to give money. But if it's on Netflix, oh yes, the day it drops, I'll be watching it with popcorn in hand. Wow, I think this would be a Volvo in the movie theater, Kevin. You give it on Netflix? Well, the only my no my but I'm telling you, my fear is this: the trailer is hilarious and it's super fun. But my fear is all the most all the funniest lines, all the best moments were in that trailer. That is my fear, and so when I actually I think watch it, like right, well, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they put they gave you they put their best foot uh, both their feet best feet forward <laughs> period and that's all there is to it is this because it's hilarious but I don't think they have enough to back it up and so I could be wrong and I'm hoping I'm wrong I want to laugh as hard as I laughed in those two and a half minutes for ninety minutes to two hours if I can be laughing like I did during that trailer for two hours I'll be like here's a you know what not only am I paying for the movie here's a tip here's an extra twenty for all the laughter because I basically I I did crunches through laughter. <laughs> so that would be great but i don't have i don't have that kind of faith so i'm gonna basically have to go the netflix route that's two netflix and one movie theater yes, yes. Trailer, trailer, talk. Talk. trailer talk all right tone what's our next victim our next victim is underwater underwater is a science fiction adventure thriller directed by william eubank the film stars Kristen, you gotta watch personal shopper Stuart, Vincent Cassell, Jessica, Colleen the Iron Fist Henwick, John Gallagher Jr., Mamadou Ati, and TJ, I'm surprised he's even in a movie, Miller. It's scheduled to be released on January 10, 2020. Kevin, can you please share the synopsis for our listeners? All right. In Underwater, a crew of underwater researchers must scramble to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. So, Susan, what did you think of Underwater? To be honest, uh, it was a kill for me. Um, I don't like this genre. I'm not into like science fiction-y kind of things. Um, and definitely, I'm sorry to say, I'm just not a Kristen Stewart fan. Um, I just, I don't know, I, her face, it, it bothers me. Um, and she was all over the trailer. So definitely a kill for me. <laughs> I will not be wasting my money. I will not be putting my pants to get out of the house and get into the movie theater for this one. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. What about you, Tone? I almost, I was I was about to cut Susan off and be like, Susan, thank you so much for coming to, to Last Weekly after she says she's not into sci-fi. But then she says she doesn't like Christmas too. And I'm like, I, I kind of agree a little on that. Even though Personal Shopper, like I said, that movie really kind of changed my opinion of her. Um, I think her and her uh, counterpart in um in, in the series kind of got a bad deal. What do you think, Susan? Which series? The Twilight series? Yeah, I've never Twilight. even seen it. I'm I'm not a Twilight fan. I'm sorry to say, and please don't send me any Twilight uh, fan hate mail. I, I like don't want to receive any more. I like you even more, Susan. I'm not a Twilight fan either. Um, <laughs> so so let's get to to the trailer here. So so the so the trailer pulls out uh, the, every tired underwater space trope you can think of. 
And I hate to say it, even though they showed all the like the space like underwater stuff and, and the bubbles and the oh my god, it's crashing in on us. I still want to see it. I still want to see it. The I, 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 all the flashbacks that I got from like 1990s movies, like think 1998's Fear with Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, and Samuel L. Jackson. Watching this trailer gave me like some sphere tingles, or even alien tingles. Like anything when they when they put actors in spacesuits and it's dark around them, I'll watch that because I'm just like the opposite of Susan. I love me some sci-fi. So even as much as I'm not a fan of Kristen Stewart per se. Even though Personal Shopper uh, kind of made me sway a little bit to, to her, uh, I really don't think that if it, it was for the acting talent in this movie that I would watch it, TJ Miller included, I, I wouldn't be watching if it was just for them. But but the, there are elements here that I think any sci-fi fan would find interesting. There's a big scale to this. There's also a, an interesting um, business side to this thing. This is a Fox production, right? So when the movie trailer starts, you see that it says Fox Films or Fox 20th Century Fox. But this is being put out by Disney because Disney purchased Fox, as we all know now. If you've been, been you've been paying attention to the Toad Show, so. Disney purchased Fox and released this movie. So Disney's kind of stuck with a lot of Fox films productions that they got to put out now. And regardless of the quality of them, they, they, they're a business. They're going to try to put these out. So I don't think we should stick Disney with any hate for, for this one if it flops or if it doesn't do well. Because, again, this is not really Disney that made this movie. And and as, as for the people who are, like, concerned, because T.J. Miller, um, he had this bomb scare controversy uh, where he allegedly um, caused a bomb scare on a, on, a, on a train. And before that, he did something um, where people online, I saw a lot of people, his name trending because people were saying that, that he should have been canceled. This movie was produced before all that happened. So this, like I said, this is a Fox production. This is not Disney uh, putting this cast together. So as far as the movie itself, I think the movie looks interesting. I, I will watch it on Netflix. I'm not going to, uh, like I said, put on any type of sweats and go in the movie theater and watch this one because, I, I there, like I said, there's a lot of things that, that I find problematic with it, like all the tropes that are in there. But I still love this stuff, so I'm going to give it a Netflix. What, what about you, Kevin? All right. Let's see. One, one of the first things you see in this trailer is Kristen Stewart with platinum blonde, a platinum bleach blonde hair. She has a buzz cut, and she's brushing her teeth in a bra and luckily she's wearing glasses so we know that she's a scientist in a bra so that was good um the the weird thing that really bugged me about the, the trailer because this is a short thing but i'm already like annoyed with it uh, uh at jump is the fact that when she's brushing her teeth in her bra she hears some kind of like rumbling crackling sound uh and it's very ominous and so she goes out into the corridor uh and still in her bra and um all of a sudden she hears more like crunching sounds and all of a sudden water starts like leaking in uh on her and she puts her hand out and she's like looking at the drops as they fall as if she's never seen water before doesn't understand what wait am i under the ocean should i be concerned about the water that's coming in she's like staring at it and then finally of course the water comes crashing in and she has to like run for her life if she had run the moment water started if i'm in an undersea lab and water starts coming in i'm immediately running to safety and if she had done that maybe she would have had time to put a shirt on who knows so there's that there, the, another thing that bugged me about this is they're clearly trying to go, they're trying to make her the new Sigourney Weaver, and I'm not having it. I'm not having it. <laughs> so, you're, you're right, Tony. You mentioned Aliens, and I thought of Sphere immediately, a movie that I very much hate. I'm still mad at Sphere, and, and I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going on a side path. I've still got a bitch, and I'll bitch to anybody who ever let me stay it. If you see Sphere, uh, if you're uh, one of the makers or the writers of Sphere, what the hell were you thinking? Because it's one of those things, one of those endings, or one of those movies where people realize, wait a minute, we can control what's happening with our mind and our actions. And so a bunch of people are already dead of our friends, and then they basically kind of go like, okay, with our mind, let's let's say we all go to the surface, the three of us that are still alive. Wait a minute, why not? If you can actually control things with your mind, why not use your mind powers to control the alien uh, thing sphere and say, oh, by the way, send us up to the surface and all of our murdered friends, have them be alive again. And end of movie movie no they go back to the surface queen latifah and the rest are still dead not forgiving you still mad about it 
Um, anyway, so the kind of rage I have about Sphere, I feel like I'm developing for this movie. Um, <laughs> the, because it's not enough that they're trapped, like, on the ocean floor and with no means of escape and running out of oxygen. Oh, there's also some kind of Mer Mike Myers that's pecking them off one by one. Just once, I would like the evil big baddie to come and, like, kill all of the people all at once and the credits start rolling and we'd be all like, wow, I can't believe this movie only had a 27-minute runtime. <laughs> but anyway, no, so it'll have a two-hour runtime. You have to kill off each person one by one and my guess is Kristen Stewart and her bus cut and her science glasses will be the last survivor. So for me, I have to give this trailer I unlike just sadly, as much as I bitched about this movie, I'm kind of like Tone. I'm a sucker for s- certain things like this. I love sci-fi. <laughs> so will I eventually watch it on Netflix? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yes. Trailer, Trailer talk. talk. Trailer talk. If there's something going on in the news, if there's a story you would like us to recap, please, by all means, let us know. We would absolutely love to hear from you. You can reach out to us in a variety of ways. Oh, also, if you want to share your favorite thing about the week, or if there's a trailer you want us to trailer talk about, let us know. So these are ways you can do it. You can send us a voice message using the Anchor app, and we might actually play your favorite thing on the show. And you can also reach uh, reach us on Twitter as well as Instagram. Uh, and if you want to send us an old school email, oh, we're at Last Weekly on both platforms. And if you want to send us an old school email, you could do that too. Last Weekly Podcast at gmail.com. So, if you'd like to listen to us in a way other than you're listening right now, there's many options. Tone, let them know what they are. Um, Apple Podcasts is a great place to listen to us, Kevin, as well as Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. And make sure to check us out on our brand new home at WJMSRadio.com. Listen to us every Sunday at 4.30 p.m. and every Friday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And to make it easier for you, because that's what we do here, go to lastweekly.com for all our links to where you can listen to the Last Weekly family. All right. really want to thank all of you out there for listening and supporting our show. It means the world to us. And please do not forget to tune in to the next episode of Last Weekly, because the week doesn't end. Say it with me, co-host. Until we say so. Oh, oh God, we're going to get it right one of these weeks. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.